This is the Ed Milet Show. All right, welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm so excited to have this man here today. He doesn't need any introduction. He's one of the most famous people in the world. But what I was just telling him off camera, one of the things I admire most about him is he's a very unique combination in one human being because he's got an incredible track record most of you may not know about as an entrepreneur. Built a $100 million, way past that net worth. He's only sold about 250 million records. So he's got kind of that going for him. He's also, you know, one of the most 20 most followed people in the world on social media, over 100 million combined followers. But he's written a book. I told him I read it in two days. And the first thing I told him is you need to do another one and you keep doing this because it's outstanding. Very rarely does someone who's achieved this level of success take the time to write a book to teach you how they did it because they're too busy doing it. Yeah. Most people that write books about how to do it haven't done it. Yeah. And he's done it. So Jason Derillo, welcome to the show. Thank you, man. Thanks so much for that uh, intro, especially coming from you. It means a lot, man. Thank you. There's 15 points in the book. It's called Sing Your Name Out Loud. Yep. 15 Rules for Living Your Dream. That's right up my alley. We're not going to cover all 15 because I want them to get the book. Uh-huh. Right? But there's a few I want to cover because they're like really good and rare advice. So one of the things you say, it's like 14 in the book or something, mm-hmm. is you say, uh, you got to create content. And I think most people think content creation is for you and me. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you got 100 million followers. I'm small compared to you, but I've got millions of followers. I go, well, yeah, for you, that makes sense. But I've got 1,100. Yep. Why would I do that? So speak to that to begin oh, with because you're 100% right. Yeah, so the time, the, the day and age that we live in is, is, is pretty crazy because at a, literally a click of a button, you can get access to people, random people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's literally no barrier of entry right you can do it for free mm-hmm. and it doesn't cost anything right um so you'll be doing yourself a disservice by not doing it right mm-hmm. whether you are somebody that uh has a business and mm-hmm. you're trying to get your business off the ground or you're a lawyer if you work in the sewers mm-hmm. if you uh, uh save the bees like whatever your profession is or whatever your passion is yeah. I would encourage you to make content because it'll just make what you do just that much bigger. Yep. It amplifies what you're already doing. Mm-hmm. Um, even if what you're doing is absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. because that is also a thing. Tell people your opinions. Like be be very vocal about what you think, mm-hmm. because it's it's crazy. Nobody cares about somebody's opinion until they care about somebody's opinion. That's so true. Until they express you know? it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so like it, you, you have to get out there and put yourself out there. And every shot that you don't take is is a shot that, you know, is, is definitely not going to go in. I think it's easier to be successful now than ever. Like 100%. back in the day, if you didn't have any connections or you couldn't get a record deal, if you couldn't get Jay-Z to listen to your stuff or whatever, right? Like yeah. you're not getting a deal. Now, it seems to me anyway, anybody at any point in time can pop off in any career if they're creating content, if they're willing sure. to... And by the way, the other thing you say in the book is you don't know what sucks at first, right? Like you talk about the song Wiggle or whatever, right? Like yeah. you don't know what the good stuff is. You just got to put some stuff out, right? Tell them that story, by the way. It's pretty it's pretty good. For sure. So uh, Told you I read the book. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Yeah, so in writing Wiggle, um, I really liked the beat. I really liked uh, the, the vibe of the track that uh, Wallpaper made. Um, and... The melody that I created, I liked it as well, but I couldn't figure out what the the tagline was. Like, what was the big, like, it, it needed some sort of moment that was going to be like, like, holy shit, like, mm-hmm. 
this is different or holy shit like that's pulverizing it needed something like that because that's what the track felt like to me mm. um and without that i just didn't think that it was gonna be worth anything mm. um so the first lyric that i came up with was uh <laughs> you know what to do with that big black truck mm. now um that lyric sucks <laughs> for sure <laughs> and when i went home that day i was like damn I, I mean i don't i don't really know you know i don't know if this song's ever gonna make it uh but it wasn't until uh we figured out the lyric you know what to do with that big fat butt mm. that i felt like the the record had a chance mm. but still very very uh left the center you know mm. it's not it's not a typical song mm-hmm. you know it's not a song that you would hear every single day it's like a very very something that's very left to center so i took a risk mm-hmm. and i put it out to to see what people would think mm. you know it was either going to be the biggest flop in the world right. or it was going to be the biggest song in the world but mm. and you know if you if if you don't take the shot then you know you're just going to miss every single time well i found that on my social there's stuff I put out. I'm like, this, or even some of the podcasts that I've done. I'm like, I don't think that one. Yeah. And like, there's been a few. I won't say who they are. We're like, we recorded them. I'm like, I don't even know how we're going to put this out. <laughs> you know, there's been a couple. Like, yeah. And they've been like, one of them was one of the top five ones ever. Oh, and man. I think people, I think every day, you know, people just underestimate themselves. You don't know yeah. what's going to hit. You need one thing. Uh, my book, The Power of One, where you need one piece of content to hit. That's for sure. One thing. And you've done that, you know. And it propels everything, right? If you right. have one thing to hit, then you get, like, new confidence. Then, like, things start to fall into place. You really just need one for yourself and for, for you know, opening doors. But I, it's, it's crazy because I've found the same thing with, with social media. I was not a social media head at all. That's crazy to me. And as big as you are now. My, my, the beginning of my career, I had all of these songs. I had sold, you know, 200 million something records, but I could not figure out how to connect the dots. For some reason, people knew my songs, but they didn't know the person. Like they couldn't connect the two. I think that's true. You know, it was the weirdest thing. And then during the pandemic, I was like, this is a down moment. I'm going to figure this shit out. Like Mm. by any means necessary, I'm going to figure out what makes people tick. For me, yeah. it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, in doing that, I decided to post six times a day, whether I thought the content was great, whether I thought it was kind of mediocre, I was going to post every single kind of content, mm. not just one specific thing, so that I could learn myself, mm. I could learn my audience, and learn what made people tick. Like, mm. what were the things that was, were going to go, and what, what were the things What did you find out? What, what surprised you that, that hit? So I was able to figure out that... You got to stop people from scrolling, which is a hard thing to do mm. because uh, as a viewer, mm-hmm. we all are very selfish viewers. We want we want to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, what what is this video going to give me? Yep. Am I going to learn something? Mm-hmm. Am I going to be entertained? Am I going to laugh? Am I going to uh, want to fall in love from it? Am I going to be envious? Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, it just needs to give me something as, as a viewer. So... Um, in the, the, that first, in that first little bit, you want to just stop people in their tracks and mm. then let them know what they'll be getting mm. for the rest of the video. And that has been like Very an good. extreme game changer for me. Stop people in their tracks. You always been like this. I'm just watching you. I'm like, this dude's obsessed. <laughs> no, is, but or have you yeah. grown into this person? Or if I met the 18 year old you, because I've read about the 18 year old you, you write about it in the book. I'm just, I think people. Here's what I don't like: success can be something that creates an obstruction between us and people. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm so glad you wrote the book, and I want to get into some of the other keys, though, but it's almost like, hey, let me just let you inside here a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Here's my little world. These are the things I believe, which are profound. All 15 of them are, which we're going to cover in a minute. But I think 
people believe they're just not like us. And maybe they're not like you. I don't know. So, like, have you been this obsessed all your life or have you kind of grown into having these real deep belief systems that you have? Uh, I got to say I've always been obsessed. Obsessed Uh, part you've always been. I've always been very obsessive in in general. Um, I was lucky to find my passion early. Hmm. Um, So that was a – that's a head start. Yeah. You know, I always tell people I wasn't born the most talented person, but what I was born with is uh, the gift that I was given was the obsession, yes, but also the kind of path for myself. You know, I mm-hmm. loved music, and that was that was it for me. Mm-hmm. But if it was something else, I think I would be just as obsessive because I am obsessive about everything that I do, Yeah. right? So if I put my mind to something, I'm really going to put my mind to it and, like, try to really conquer it. Um, but that's... It's it's that obsessive nature that ends up doing it right. Yep. It's it's putting in the the hours, the actual hours, mm-hmm. um, that is the difference maker a lot of times. And it's just way easier to put in the hours on something that you love. I'm obsessive too. Yep. I honestly think like. And by the way, he talks in the book. He has a whole thing about how talent's overrated, mm-hmm. right? But like in my case, I think I'd. Have, I just directed my obsession at something relatively healthy. Like I could have easily been an alcoholic or a drug addict if I would have pointed it at that. Yeah. I just became obsessed with growth or whatever success is. And mm. but I think that's why I ask, that's why I use the word obsessed. There's a like if I could replace it and Kobe Bryant were sitting there, there's a lot of similarities, right? Yeah. If I replaced it and it's I don't care what political thing you're on, Barack Obama or Donald Trump, you people they love or hate either one of them, but they're both obsessed people right you have that thing about you you give real good stuff in this book so a couple things you say in the book i want you to elaborate on this which is so good you say start with what comes easy so this is a huge thing i think people are constantly trying to work from the very beginning on all their weaknesses Mm -hmm. and the things that don't come easy to them so elaborate on that a little bit because for all of us there's something that comes easy to us that we just take for granted sometimes like what came easy to you, let's say let's say it was music. Well, that's a good. But for an average everyday human being who may not have this extraordinary artistic gift, maybe what comes easy to them is like nurturing people, yep. being kind. And they go, well, everybody has that. No, they, no, don't. they don't. And and if you leveraged it the right way, you could become immensely successful in some way. So you yeah. wrote about it. I wish people understood the, the magnitude of what you're saying because everybody has a gift. And you need to just find out what that thing is. What's the thing that comes easiest to you that you notice that is a little different than everybody else's? Because it could literally be anything. You can monetize anything in 2023. Um, Not to say that's what life is about, obviously, but um, uh, money is freedom. But um, in speaking about do what comes easiest. So, So true. To speak about my craft, and since we're, you know, mm-hmm. I'm a musician, it'll probably be easier for you mm-hmm. to, to relate to what I'm speaking of. So, I have I've grown my my singing voice, and I was able to grow year after year after year after year to just, you know, uh, to have a, a great singing voice. Mm-hmm. But I knew what my strength was, and my strength was my falsetto. That was the one thing that I felt like came a little easier than everything else. Mm. I've always been somebody that was good at like doing runs and stuff mm. like that, but other people were good at doing runs. I was uh, good at pitch, but other people were good at pitch. Mm. Um, 
But my falsetto, I was like, oh, my falsetto is a little different than everybody else's mm. falsetto. I feel like this is kind of coming a little easier for me. Mm. So I decided to like really put my energy into my falsetto. Like, how can mm. I take what I'm already kind of good at and just kind of like make that my thing? Mm. Um, so that's how I can relate it to, yeah. um, you know, what what I do for a living. But you know, like you said, for anybody, whatever it is that comes easy for you, do that. Yes, I'm blown away by um, so. I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of people have sat in that seat. Lots of people have written books on it. Not one person's ever said that before. Yeah. And it's a hundred percent true. Is that success is a really difficult thing, but in some ways it's not once you figure out what your gift is. Like mm -hmm. the truth is, I don't have a whole bunch of gifts, but I did figure out what the few of them were and I have worked the hell out of them yeah, all my life, right? Yeah. Like, and so it looks easy because I'm doing things that relatively, that doesn't mean I don't work really hard to get better at them. But when you're given a gift, man, you should refine it. Yeah. And, and I, oh, the other thing you've done, it's just like we're flying through things here because it's so good. But I also admire not one hit wonders in everything. Uh, not just music. Music's mm -hmm. a great example because you're in music. Mm -hmm. But what you've also done for longevity is very rare. So I think of like J-Lo. She's, she's been a friend for a while. Uh -huh. Jen, I think even Jen would say her strength is that she's not got Adele's voice or Aretha Franklin's voice, right? But she figured out what she was great at. She was a great dancer. She's yeah. an incredible performer. Mm -hmm. She's beautiful. She will outwork everybody in the damn business. Mm -hmm. So she's built this incredible career of longevity that way. And you've done it your way, having the, the longevity thing. And the thing you say is you say success is rented. It's not owned. So what does that mean when you say that? Because this is huge. People get a little bit of success and then they cool it. And yeah. everything, you know this. For they make sure. a little bit of money. I'm making a hundred grand a year. I'm rich now, yeah. right? I bought my house. I'm rich now. I did something for my sister. I'm rich now, but they they actually think they own it instead of rent it. Yeah, the thing is, you gotta you. <laughs> the rent is always gonna come, hmm. you know. And there's always gonna be a younger, uh, more hungrier version of you that's coming next. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's a little daunting to kind of hear about it because. That just means that there's no ending, right? There's no like, yeah. there's no end goal. You're so right. it's, it's a little scary. You're right about that. Because as you achieve your goals, as you, you know, start to live your different dreams, it, you have to kind of be on to the next one and kind of just like go further and further and further and further. And then mm. there's just, there's just no ending. Mm -hmm. So it's never like one day I'm just going to be like, Ah, I'm cool right here. Right. No. So I'm always thinking about like, how do I get to the next level? How do I get to the next level? And I think you have to be able to humble yourself enough to bring yourself down enough to realize that there's always room to grow. Mm. Even where I'm, where I'm at in my, in my life today, I'm trying to figure out how do I get better? How, how do I become the best version of myself? How do I become a better performer? How do I become a better uh, a songwriter? How do I be, become a better businessman? Mm. I'm always learning. And I learn from anybody and everybody. Mm. You know, it, you don't have to have uh, all of the accolades for me to listen to your opinion. Because I think everybody has so opinions. And sometimes you can get some really valid uh, points from people that don't really have the accolades. Even yeah. from comments. You know, sometimes, you know, people can say some really hurtful things. <laughs> but damn, you, if you, like, take a look at it, you could be like, damn, I can actually... I could actually listen to that and kind of, you mm -hmm. know, implement that within my life and it'll probably be good for me. So um, but going back to the point, though, success is 
is never owned. It, mm-hmm. You know, you can only rent success because if you don't keep paying that rent, it can easily be gone tomorrow. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? Then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a full body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See eBay Motors. Hey, guys, if you need to hire, you need Indeed. You know, in all of my businesses, and I've been blessed to have several of them, I've used Indeed now for a number of years. And the main reason I do it is, if you're like me, I don't want to waste a bunch of time interviewing people that aren't qualified for the positions that I have. It's one of the hardest jobs in the world, right? Or they are qualified, but they're not interested in making the move at the given time. And so with Indeed, you have a thing called Instant Match where they match you with quality candidates within 24 hours. And you're in front of people that want the job, that are qualified for it, and that you probably want to hire. I wouldn't go anywhere else. They've delivered great candidates to multiple businesses that I have right now. So here's what's great. Listeners and viewers on my show, you get a $75 sponsored job credit right now to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash MyLet. Just go to Indeed.com slash MyLet, which is M-Y-L-E-T-T, right now. And you can support our show by saying you heard about Indeed here. That would be great, by the way. Indeed.com slash MyLet. Terms and conditions apply. You need to hire. You need Indeed. I think it is scary for people to hear, like, because even when I started out in business or whatever, I'm like, when I get to that point, then I'm sitting on the beach. Yeah. Then I'm golfing. And even right now, I'm like, maybe I should be. Sometimes you're like, should I be? Mm-hmm. And I and you're right. It can be like, that doesn't even sound enjoyable to yep. some people. But the truth is, tell me if you feel this way or not. I'm just thinking when you were talking, but like, I think I'm like, a, I, I've used this term before, but I think it's a hell. I'm addicted to my own expansion as a man, as a soul, as a spirit, more than I more than like when I started, it was about, I want to get this amount of this or that or this. It's morphed a little bit over time to, I'm curious as to who I could become, mm. what I could feel, mm-hmm. what I could experience, what kind of wisdom I could accumulate, who I could help and the other stuff. Yep. But that one, I don't want to get off that train. The achievement train, like the accumulation of awards or stuff, there was a point where I was like, this doesn't quite juice me like it did, and I'm not even sure it's healthy. But yep. it kind of morphed at some point into who could I become? You said yeah. the best version of you. Mm-hmm. But that one doesn't tire me out and doesn't feel nearly as daunting as the the former does. Yep. Does that mm-hmm. sound right to you? 100%. I'm, I'm the same exact way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, so much so is like when I was a kid, I would have like this Lamborghini on my wall and, and I'm like, I'm going to have that Lamborghini one day. Mm-hmm. And it was about like stuff, you yeah. know, like my parents would argue about money and I'd be like, yep. I'm going to fix that. Mm-hmm. When I get money, like my parents are no longer going to argue. Yeah. And I thought that like stuff and and just owning things would make me happy. 
Mm-hmm. But my happiest moments have always been in the grind. Yeah. It's the journey that I've enjoyed the most. Mm-hmm. It's looking back at those those 2 a.m.s, those 3 a.m.s, those 4 a.m.s, like, oh, you know, I was in the grind. I was doing my thing. I was I was trying to make it. Yeah. Those are my favorite moments. Um, and even today, you know, I, I love just, just being in my zone. And, like, my favorite thing to do in the world is to be in my own world and create. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, creating uh, a business, whether it's creating a song, where there's creating content but just cre- building something from nothing i just i just love that whatever that is mm. I, I, that's what i'm obsessed with you're also obsessed with your routine another one of the tips in the book <laughs> yeah. and i'm like with my kids i'm like listen i just did a podcast on this before you came in here i'm like talk is so cheap mm-hmm. show me what you do like I, I tell people, I tell them, I like, I like, I watch people like they're a silent movie. I kind of turn the sound off. Mm-hmm. I'm just watching you. Yeah. Too many people have deceived me in my life, misled me. Like I love you, and then they don't treat you that way. Or yeah. man, I'm so fired up about this business, and three weeks later they walk in at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, when you got in there at five. Yeah. So, routine, like. It, what I love about you is like you're this immensely talented man, but like the keys in the book transcend talent. Like you could not have talent yep. and do the things you describe in the book and you're going to produce results. So mm. what is your talk about why routine matters? And like, a day, is there a day in your life that is routine or like there are there non-negotiables for you in your daily routine? Um, thank you for pointing out, um, you know, the fact that the book has keys in there. Like doesn't matter if you're talented or not, because I think that's really important for people mm-hmm. um, to, to know, because. If you want something, if you really, really want something and you're really trying to go out and get it, you should you should pick up the book. Absolutely. You know, you, you really should, because I think far too often dreams are shut down by uh, what someone has said to us, whether it's somebody close to us or not. Mm-hmm. You know, um, words are really painful. They're 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 very limiting. They, they can limit your life mm-hmm. um, if you hear the wrong words. Mm-hmm. But if you really, really want something really bad, and you and you have a passion, and you think that you would be happiest doing that thing, I want you to do that thing with everything that you got. But really try to, um, if it, even if it's if it's not this this particular book, pick up something that you feel like is going to uh, energize you to start. Because starting sometimes is the, is the hardest thing to do in the world. Yep. But when you just say that th- on tomorrow, not next week, not next month, I'm going to start tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then walk in and walk as if you are uh, starting that journey and the, the camera crews are coming and they're going to start filming you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And just start. Just, mm-hmm. just start. So good. So routine for me is is really important. Mm-hmm. And. The only reason I know this is because I had to try to take apart my life and try to figure out what it was that made certain things tick and yes. like work. Yep. Um, and routine is definitely one of them, and that's one of my uh, other obsessive ticks. Um, so, <laughs> in my most successful moments, um, my Talk Dirty album. Uh, five platinum songs, uh, multi-platinum songs. One of the biggest albums of all time because it was, you know, it was a lot of hits on that particular mm-hmm. album. Yeah. When I was writing that album, that was right after I broke my C two vertebrae. I can't believe this. Yeah, and it was a very dark moment for me. Right. So, 
Uh, I couldn't tie my own shoe. I couldn't shower myself. I couldn't dress myself. I had to learn how to sleep on my back. This is where you're doing backflips on concrete or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a terrible idea uh, <laughs> from from the coach. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah. So it was a very dark moment. Well, it could mm-hmm. have been a very dark moment in my life, and uh, I turned to my routine. So woke up at the same time every single day, mm. ate at the same time, ate a very similar thing every single day, mm. uh, worked on my craft for a specific amount of hours, mm-hmm. and it didn't matter if I what I thought was writing, what I thought I was writing was shit or not, mm. I was going to work for a certain amount of hours, and I wasn't going to stop writing until that time, um, mm-hmm. that time. And then I would go to bed and then redo it all over again every mm. single day, every single day, every single day. And when I looked up, and finally uh, took a breath, I noticed, like, I have some incredible works. Like, I, like this is, yeah. you know, I'm in a totally different place. Mm-hmm. That could have went the totally opposite direction. You know, I, I could have just been consumed by the darkness that was around my life. Yeah. But within that darkness, I was just able to turn to routine. So, like, it didn't matter if I was feeling down. It didn't matter whether I felt like I could be uh, very creative that day. It didn't matter if I was tired. It didn't matter if I was in pain. I had to do those hours. It was yeah. non-negotiable. Yeah. And that the non-negotiable, I think, is the difference maker. I agree. I The term non-negotiable, let's not glaze over that. Mm-hmm. That's what most people do. They get up and they start to negotiate with themselves mm-hmm. on the day they don't feel like it. Yep. They negotiate. That's exactly sure. what you do. I've done it when I'm wrong. I've mm-hmm. negotiated. I'm like, well, tell you what, I'm going to get after this double tomorrow. Yep. You make a negotiation with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this morning I woke up and uh, this is super random. I woke up this morning. My family was gone. I go down to my home gym. One of my dogs crapped all over my gym. One of my uh, little Pomeranians. Yeah. I immediately started to negotiate. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to clean this up right now. Then I'm going to go eat breakfast. Then if I got time before the podcast, I'll go do it. But if I don't get it done, tell you what you'll do. When you get home tonight after the podcast, then you work out. I immediately tried to negotiate my way out of it. For sure. But if it's a non-negotiable, that's a powerful term. It's mm-hmm. just, it's what you do. Yep. And you do it on the days you don't feel like it. This is what separates you. 100%. And you stack up. You see this man, like, obviously he's incredibly talented. But you aren't his age, this freaking wealthy. And he's had multiple generations of himself. Over and over, he's remade himself. That's because of routines. And I don't want people to slough it off because you're good looking or fit or whatever or talented. It's this stuff that he's describing that has separated him. I want to ask you this question, and I always ask it at the end when it's someone that's had this much success, but I want you to be really honest, and I want to do it in the middle. Mm -hmm. Is it worth it? Truthfully, Mm -hmm. has this been worth it, what you thought all of it would be? becoming a success or is it just totally different than you thought it would be meaning being you you walk in here today you got your beautiful little guy with you mm-hmm. but there's also stuff that comes with it you've lost your privacy you've got mm-hmm. security you've got people with you you have the pressure of being you mm-hmm. you know you've accumulated a bunch of money and i know very well it's so much better to have money than to not have money <laughs> but it's not quite as good as you think it is when you get it truth right so what's the answer to that? Or is it even better than you thought? Um, I think life is, it's kind of a sum of good things and bad things. Mm-hmm. You know, just like everybody else, I have 
uh, silver linings. I have moments that I feel stressed. I have moments that I feel like, why me? I still have those, right? Mm -hmm. So those kinds of things don't disappear, Mm -hmm. right? I just think my life is just different. Mm -hmm. Um, Where I say that my life is better for it is because I'm able to live my passion. And I can't think of a better life than being able to wake up in the morning and do the thing that I want to do. So when I can't necessarily go to dinner, like Mm -hmm. for instance, if I'm just like in a random place, right, and Mm -hmm. like I want to just go out to dinner, like I can do that, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it's A, it's a risk, B, it could be a a hassle. Mm I can't just be like, I'm going to go to dinner. Like, it has to be like a setup, right? Like, I have to contact this person and mm-hmm. this person so that I can make sure that I got my uh, guys with me. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. It's like an ordeal. That yeah. part is unfortunate. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, the average yeah. person, they're hungry. Oh, you want to go to the... Boom. It's, it's a lot more simple. The upside, though, is some people that are hungry can't even go get the food in the first exactly. place, right? So, yeah, but you're right. That's so why the, I ask. Every, so, everybody has, yeah, like... The thing. The thing. You know, mm-hmm. the ups and downs. But what I will say is I am a very happy like very positive person and part of it is because i really get to live what i'd love to do i love getting on stage i love uh mm-hmm. i love writing songs those are my, you know some of my favorite things to do in the world so mm-hmm. when i have to do things that i don't necessarily want to do i'm cool with that because that's just like a uh just like a small part of the, what the main thing is i mm-hmm. still live you know a very very comfortable happy life you have a high degree of humility Combined with a great deal of confidence. Appreciate it. And that's a great combo. My favorite people have that. I say all the time, someone with a whole bunch of confidence and no humility, they're eventually going to flame out, and Mm -hmm. they're just a pain in the ass to be around. For sure. Right? Yeah, I I know way too many of those. So do we. We both do, right? (laughs) They're in your business. They're in my business. Yeah. The other part, though, is people with a ton of humility with no confidence. They're going to wear you out, too, because you're dragging them through life. You're constantly trying to pick them up. You have the really great nuance of someone who will last a long time, which is one of the reasons you have. Okay, another part of the brilliance of the book. And by the way, the name of the book, guys, Sing Your Name Out Loud, 15 Rules for Living Your Dream. And they're all 15 super valid um, rules. But you talk about collaborating, which is easy to say in music, but it's totally true in every other area of life that if you the power of collaboration with other people can actually accelerate the pace of your dream happening. Right. So why does that matter? Um, I want to be sure that everybody understands that uh, the rules have come from a place where. I was able to succeed within music utilizing that rule, then succeed within business utilizing that rule mm-hmm. and and social media. Mm-hmm. So like each rule had to have had a major part in become making me become who mm-hmm. I am as a as an entrepreneur, as a musician and as a creator. Mm-hmm. Um so each rule has has those underlying um it's like a like like the bullet point. Yep. Well, when people collaborate overall, this is really good. Collaboration. Okay, but I want to say one thing too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You and I are doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're collaborating. I'm helping you sell books, and you're helping me build my brand. And at the same time, we're mm-hmm. also learning from one another. 100%. But when someone's small in social media or in they're just starting in business, one of the quickest ways to accelerate is get four, five, six of you together 
and say, look, I'll share your stuff. You share my stuff. Mm-hmm. You post mine, I'll post yours. These are things that you can do in business or in social at any given time. But you talk about it in the book. And what's happening is I'll ask you a question, and then you're making a super good point related to it. <laughs> yeah. And then you don't remember the question. But there's nothing wrong yeah. with that because you actually made a point that was unrelated, correlated to For it. For sure, yeah. So and, what about and, and then I, sometimes I'll remember something. I was like, I, I, I really want people to you know get that nugget right yeah. there. Um, yeah, so collaboration has been a huge uh, part of who I am as a musician from mm-hmm. collaborating with different producers mm-hmm. and, and songwriters so much so that I've been just been kind of a just kind of like a, a, a vessel for yep. creativity mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter how many hits you had if you have some sort of name I was down to work with kind of anybody mm-hmm. and some of my biggest songs have been with people who have never had a hit before interesting and I've always just been kind of like an equal opportunity kind of person huh. you know because I think creativity is kind of just in the air mm-hmm. and you just gotta you just you know who's gonna grab it I don't know because sometimes you'll be in a room with somebody and then all of a sudden they say the idea that you were thinking you know it's just like who, like who got to it first you yes know, kind of thing um so uh, Talk Dirty. Uh, that was a song from uh, a guy named Wallpaper who had never had a hit before. Ooh, I took a chance on it and, whoa. you know, it became one of the biggest songs in the world. A song that I have, Marry Me, uh, Jonas Jayberg. That was his first hit ever hit. Became a big producer after that. Uh, uh, Trumpets, uh, John Bellion. That was John Bellion's first hit and he went on to produce for Eminem and Rihanna. And it was just like taking a chance on people. And I've yep. been doing that for a very long time. I mean, even Savage Love. Love was from a uh, kid from from New Zealand who had this uh, popping sound uh, on social media, but it was just like, oh, I like I like this sound. I think it's really creative and very left field. Mm. I think it's a brilliant idea. Mm. Let's make a song to it. You know. By the way, all these songs. Jeez, when you start listing them all, like you write what you said earlier. <laughs> yeah. Like I know all these songs, but sometimes I forget they're all you. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about Shopify. You know, when I started the show, the furthest thing from my mind was doing online business, and now I can't imagine my life without it. So I love Shopify because they're a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. So whether you're in the startup phase where you're just launching your online store, or you're at that really big business where you're like, hey, we just hit a million bucks in order stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. They've helped me through every single stage. I wouldn't even know what to do without them. So whether you're selling shipping supplies or promoting productivity programs, Shopify helps you everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered big time. They help turn browsers into buyers. They convert their checkouts 36% better than all the leading competitors. And I've used them for everything I do online. So every single thing you see that I market online, Shopify is somehow involved. I wouldn't even know what to do without them. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mylet, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash mylet now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash mylet. So, hey, guys, you know when I love technology and a great idea revolutionizes an old industry. And by the way, if there's an industry that needs a revolution, I think you'd agree with me, it's the healthcare industry. It's not easy to find good doctors. And by the way, good doctors that are in your area that also take your insurance. And that's why I love ZocDoc. They are revolutionizing the healthcare industry and the way you get access to doctors. ZocDoc, by the way, is Z-O-C-D-O-C. Here's who they are. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. 
tons of different reviews on the doctors and they're local to you. You can find out if they take your insurance. I just did it for a tear I had in my shoulder. One day later, I'm in the doctor's office getting some help, getting an order for an MRI. So go to ZocDoc.com slash MyLet and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash MyLet. ZocDoc.com slash MyLet. You also, though, have collaborated in business. Yeah. And so have I. So, like, I'm thinking about, tell them about the, I think, Danny White and the car washes, right? Yeah. Like, see, I told you. So, um, but you've done this to become wealthy, too. Yes. Like, flat out, really wealthy young man. Yeah. Part of that's through collaborating, and more people should be doing this in business. Absolutely, man. I mean, whenever you can uh, find someone that you can learn from, but also give something back to, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a true believer in. Don't pick your friends because you feel like they are way smarter, way better. I think you need to find a balance because mm. you don't, you don't, you don't want to have a friend that's just all. All the relationship is them giving, giving, giving to you, and you have nothing to give back. Mm. I don't think that's a good relationship mm. because it's going to fizzle out and it's not going to be great. I think you need to find friends that you feel like they can give you something mm. and you can give them something back. Reciprocity. And then, yeah, and you guys can kind of grow, continue to grow, 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 grow together. Mm. You know, whether it's information, whether it's um, uh, uh, funds, whether it's ideas, like w- whatever it is, make sure that the relationship, you know, has some sort of, of uh, you know, uh, give and take. Mm. Um, but it, for me, uh, I was able to find someone that is very like-minded, comes from a totally different world than I come from. He's a, a, a business a business uh, mogul who has created, you know, amazing things for himself. And, you know, I'm a musician first mm-hmm. and had been investing in a lot of companies mm-hmm. but never creating the companies myself. Okay. And the two companies that I tried to create myself were uh, a vodka line, yep. um, which ended up failing, mm-hmm. and a clothing line, which also ended up failing. But I've had successful businesses that I've invested in that done well, you know, Catch LA and mm-hmm. uh, Rumble Boxing, you oh. know, uh, uh, ventures that have, you know, hundreds of, of facilities now. But I never created something that was like mine you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i can create and like kind of build up you know a tooth and nail yeah so this was the first time i found someone that was like-minded that we could create something together and just kind of like you know uh, take over um uh the world and yeah i learned a lot from him and mm-hmm. and vice versa he learned a lot from me i added the marketing side mm-hmm. and he added the business side and so it was just like a what was the business marriage. again uh it's a car wash yeah. so it's called rocket car wash rocket car wash that's what it was um, yeah. And it is, it's kind of like the talk of the town now. Every mm-hmm. time um, people see me now, they're kind of like, hey, uh, yeah. how can I get in on that car- rocket car wash? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's blown up. Yeah, really yeah by the way, good. Sasha, my producer, torpedoed your vodka company because she endorsed it. And, and so it's, <laughs> it's Sasha's fault. Word. By the way, it was a good product and a good company. And the marketing was really good, too. Uh, but, thank you, man. Yeah, I, yeah I, th- I thought it was really good as well. But I mean, I also think... Um, it's important who you get into business with sure as well, is. you know, because a product is one thing, mm-hmm. but like, you you know, who 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 is manning the company? Yeah, you know, one think million percent. I think it's more um, important than the actual product. Well, so do I. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to knock anybody. I have a buddy of mine, well, friend, I'd say a friend, mm-hmm. who sold a tequila company with a couple other dudes. Mm-hmm. 
that and I, it's good tequila, but it ain't the best tequila of all time. <laughs> and they exited for a billion dollars after yeah. three years. It helped that. So you like it's good, but it ain't it, a billion. Good. It helped that Randy Gerber and George Clooney were his partners, right? Yeah. Like you know, I mean, Casamigos did okay. Yeah. I don't think anybody would say it's the best tequila in the world. No <laughs> offense, but it was good enough to sell for a billion dollars because they had the right people manning the company, Absolutely. the right marketing. So you're totally right about that. Mm-hmm. Which goes to the next point. Man, I'm telling you, I'll, we'll go a couple more points because I want them to get the book. Yeah. But you talk about choosing your competition. Mm-hmm. And this is huge. Like, I think what you really mean in the book is like, don't pick something too small, right? But w- talk about what you meant in the book when you said this. This is another super big key to success and making your dream come true. Yeah. So the average thing for somebody to do is pick, like a young kid, pick somebody in their class and be like, okay, I want to become a basketball player and so does he. Okay, I got to make sure that I'm better than him. Wow, this is good. But the fact of the matter is, he's not going to the NBA. Yes. And if that's your competition, neither are you. Yes. You have to pick somebody in your mind that is... This is huge. That is like way beyond what you're, what you can imagine within your own circle, because chances are the people in your circle are not going to make it. Right. Um, And for me, I picked Michael Jackson. (laughs) I was like... That's what I want to be. That's what I want to do. Um, and if I was looking at the people that are around me, I would have thought I was the best thing since sliced bread because mm. I was, you know, better than those guys. But I mean, the, the likelihood of them becoming a successful musician is is less than less than uh, a percent, right? Yeah. It's not even less than a millionth of one yeah. percent. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Um, you know, you look at how many slots there are, right? Of right. of valuable young male artists mm-hmm. out in in today's music industry i mean can you re- can you count on more than two hands no. i mean like people that are able to you know stand the test of time yes so if there's only that many slots if you look to your left and you look to the right chances are those people are not going to make it so right. i think it's important to choose um your competition so don't try to compete against the people around you compete against the person that is already doing the thing that you want to do at the highest highest level and then how do you how can you become what they are but more like try try to one up them so if they are doing if they're posting uh two videos a day you know you got to post three videos a day yes yeah because who are you not to who are you not to this is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. For real, legit. Thank you. Because it's it's like you want to be the hardest working out lady at your gym? At your gym. <laughs> but you're going to go win a fitness competition worldwide. Yeah. You're going to be the hardest working person in your office. Really? Or you're going to make the most content of your six buddies? Come on, who are you really competing against? Who yeah. are you really going after? Really? The lower you set that standard too early. My son's a golfer. The first thing I said to him when we went to college, I said, hey, man, I love you. Do you want to play professional golf? He goes, I want to play professional golf. I said, first things first, you are not competing against these dudes on your team or in your conference. Facts. There's dudes all over the country. Actually, not true. There's some dude in Ireland working his ass off right now. Exactly. There's a dude in South Africa exactly. who's banging balls into the dark every single day, man. That's your competition. Don't reduce the standard to just what you could see. And what happens is I think we go, they, we just want to feel good about ourselves. I'm doing better than Sam. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm outworking Sarah. That's not how life works. The it's standard not. and the threshold, there's only so many spots. Yep. You got to work your ass off. You got to have these routines. You mm-hmm. got to do what he's talking about. Like, 100%. it's interesting because we're talking back and forth, but 
What's on the line is your damn life and your family. So uh-huh. you need to do these things. And when someone who's achieved what he's achieved is on a damn podcast, pull over and write some notes. Listen mm-hmm. to it twice. It's a big deal that someone worth hundreds of millions of dollars, 100 million followers, has been relevant for decade, is telling you what to do. It's a big deal. So, I mean, I'm just fired up about it because <laughs> this is the real stuff. It really is, man. Right? It really is, and I'm 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 glad that it's it's uh, really hitting home because these are ideals that um, I picked apart from my own life, like like literally picked it up from my own life, yeah. and th- it's the the only reason I wanted to say it is so that people could know, like like it it doesn't matter about how talented you are, it doesn't matter what you were given in life, the cards you were dealt were the cards that you were dealt. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that should define you <laughs> at mm-hmm. all, at all. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, you know these these uh these anecdotes can continue to inspire some people. They do. Flip it for me, man. This is not in the book. Guys, you've watched fail, or people. Mm-hmm. Maybe in your industry, in business, guys you grew up with who were as talented as you or close or whatever it might be. What did they do that you should not do? Because this isn't in the book, but I want to push you a little bit beyond the book on it. Yeah. What do you see even in your industry? Like you've seen these guys, they get that one that one hit, they sell a bunch of music and they're, you know, they're touring now, you know, and then three years from now you're like, who, 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 what was his name? What do they, and it, by the way, it could be business or music or whatever. What do the people that don't make it end up doing? Um, so it's interesting that you say that because I talk about it all the time. The It's really been a crazy ride, right? Because in, within my personal career, I have been on this kind of underdog <laughs> uh, trajectory mm. my whole career. What do you mean? So... Like it, it was kind of like I was, I was never the guy, right? Like I was never like the main guy, mm. but I've watched people that were the guy or were the girl at a specific time fall at the wayside. Mm. So like as time progressed, and I keep kind of having this uh, precipitous rise, mm. very slow though. Mm. Um, I've watched people just like fall like flies like around me. Like mm. they'll have a moment. And they're the bigger moment at that time, but then they then they fall and then they disappear and then they fall and then they disappear. Mm. But I've I've the difference I think for me was I was always humble enough to know that I had to I still had to grow, I still had to become somebody else, I still have to uh, wake up and put the same work ethic that I'm that I had when I was hungry. Mm. Now just because I have. Uh, accomplish some things in my life doesn't mean that I can now rest. I need to have that same fire that when I was actually hungry and I, you know, couldn't get something to eat when I wanted to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. I need to to always remember who that person is and keep that same fire. But I've seen other artists, once they make it, they feel like they've made it and they stop to smell the roses. There's just not enough time there's not enough time in the day to stop and smell the roses because there's somebody on your ass all the time. Mm-hmm. Like there's always somebody younger, more hungry, like uh, putting in more hours. There's always that somebody on your tail. So you just got to keep pushing with that with that same intensity so that you you don't you can't you can't let people catch up. 
Mm-hmm. So for me, I've always I've always felt like I, I'm just trying to like uh, prove myself to myself always. Yeah. So I'm always trying to you know. Um, Are you afraid you're gonna lose somehow. it? You afraid? I, I am. I still let myself be afraid of being broke. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's not healthy. People, there's no way you could be broke. Yeah, I could. I've seen richer dudes than me go broke. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm a um, I live with I think a relatively healthy fear. It could go not just wealth, but just impact or growth or my life or i don't know i i I think if you ask me honestly i'm i'm a little afraid it could go away still and i don't know that that's necessarily i'm afraid someone's going to take yeah like you said someone's trying to take your spot all the time yeah would you describe it that you could you live in a little fear that it could go away or do you i think part of it is that do you i think part of it is that um but i think the on the front end, the more the bigger voice in the room, I think, is reaching my yeah. full potential. This is I just got chills uh, thinking about it, but I can see it on your arms. What is what thought is in my mind is I've come so far within my life, and I am closer to being one of the best ever than where I started to where I am now. So the journey from the beginning to where I am now was a very daunting one and I, and it's crazy that I made it here. So why not chase being the best ever? That's really good. Like why like why stop here? Really good. And that thought um is what always gets me. It's like like cuz I've been in a place where um at the beginning of the pandemic it was a thought that kind of creeped in my mind and it was just like you've done enough man like you mm. like you 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 did a good job bravo you know standing ovation for you you did a great job now just enjoy life a little more like mm. enjoy it you know coast was the word that i used to myself you know now you can just coast you know you can still put out things here and there but just like ride it out mm. but then as time progressed, I was like, what the hell are you thinking? Like, you are way closer to that other end than you were from when you started. Why stop here? Bro, that's good. That's really good. If you've been listening or watching the show for a long time, you know what a big believer in NetSuite I am. I've been talking about them now for years. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors, which is why I've been using them now for five years myself. Over 37,000 other companies have as well. They've made the moves to do the math. Now you'll see profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash mylet, netsuite.com slash mylet, M-Y-L-E-T-T, netsuite.com slash mylet. Any of you listen to this, your version of that's true. Look how far you've already come. Mm Mm-hmm. From where you come from, just to where you are. Maybe I'll give yourself a little bit more credit for how, just the fact that you're listening to this type of show mm-hmm. separates you from millions and millions of people that you're just trying. Yep. You've come this far. By the way, do you read? Do you listen to stuff? I do. I listen to your stuff. Oh, um, good. I, th- I think I think I think you are amazing. 
the people that you bring on, I, I think, are really impressive people. I think you do a great job of of um, finding really, really impressive people. Thank you. Um, and uh, when you speak, I listen. You know. Thank you. Um, and I think you, that's a that's very unique quality that you have. You Appreciate have a lot of information, and and you've sat down with you know so many incredible people that I, I think you are you like a sponge. So mm-hmm. you <laughs> you intake all of that all of that information as well. I, I could tell you that I'm listening to you. Uh, thank you, brother. I am. I'm listening you. to you. Um, a couple more things I want to ask you about. Mm-hmm. Critics. You got a lot. Yeah. You know, I got them too. But every day, someone's criticizing someone somewhere. And you have a chapter in the book. I'll let you use. I'll let you give the title if you remember the, the, what you call critics in the book. You basically said something about how those that can do, do, and those that can't. can't. Our critics. Our critics, yeah, right. <laughs> How does it, does it affect you? You said earlier you read some of them and they can help you. Yeah. But what advice would you give to somebody who's maybe not that far down the road and they're like, I mean, this stuff. Some of these criticisms you've all received were installed in you when you were a child and you were defenseless. You don't even remember hearing them, but your, mm-hmm. your parents gave them to you or whatever. But what would you say to people who are concerned about criticism? Because I always say all the time, you want to do something great with your life, you're going to be controversial. Period. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, if you look at the biggest people on the planet, the most popular people in the world, they are critiqued the most, <laughs> right? And they have the most negative uh, critiques that you can imagine. <laughs> you know, you look at somebody with uh, a following like Kim Kardashian. I mean, sure. you go down her page, it's just like criticism after criticism after criticism. Even when she's like uh, getting people out in of jail prison, right? and like right. and she's like doing humanitarian, right. yep. you know, doing amazing things, people still. <laughs> criticize you know mm-hmm. uh justin bieber one of the our greatest talents um, that we've had you know very long time mm-hmm. young phenom you mm-hmm. know just gets so much criticism yeah. um you know so you just look at 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 those kinds of, of people and know that you're not you're not alone you mm-hmm. know so like it happens to everybody um mm-hmm. but if you if you can have the the strength to take a look at some comments or critiques and actually try to find some kind of light within it. Yeah. I think that's healthy. Mm. You know, like I've, I've taken criticism that I've seen online and implemented in my life and it's been great. Mm. So like, for instance, uh, when I put out my first, uh, my first record, what you say, it had auto tune on it. Right. And like, people are like, Oh, he can't sing da 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 da. And I was like, well, damn, like, Maybe I need to show them the other side. Like maybe I need to like mm. not put so much auto tune on it so that they yeah. even know that I can actually yeah. <laughs> sing. So instead of like uh, being down on myself, like why me, why me? I you know I listened. I was like, okay, like that's what it is. All right, how about now? Like right, all right. What do you think now? Right, like, what's, what's up now? Yep. Um, and I think that's 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 healthy. Uh, it it. It is a very, very tricky thing for a lot of people, and I am, I, I, I can't say that I, I can't speak for everybody because everybody can't necessarily do that. But just know that at the end of the day, everybody gets critiqued. Everybody's going to have negativity. Everybody's going to have some some sort of hate happen to them. So don't let that stop you. A million percent. You're going to have a dream stealer enter mm-hmm. your life, mm-hmm. and there's these there's this, their role in life is to try to steal your dream. That's what mm-hmm. their their role in life is. And by the way, if some critic or dream stealer can get you out this early, something would have got you out eventually anyway. For sure. Because the other stuff is way harder than that. 
That's so sure. you got to. This is just a mini test for you. Survive it because there's going to be bigger tests than that coming your way. Mm-hmm. All right. I think you are uh, extraordinary. And before we started, I told you, please stay doing this. Like your content is incredible. Thank you. Because it's based in real stuff, and. It seems to me like you were called to do this as a part of your life now for the next 30, 40, 50 years is to teach people what's being revealed to you because you're further down the road. Mm-hmm. And the way that you articulate it, the the cadence that you have when you communicate it is is just, it's second to none. I think you're awesome. Wow, thank you, man. And I was really looking forward to the day, and then it exceeded my expectations. I uh, appreciate yeah. that, man. Yeah, I, I was uh, telling you earlier how... Uh, uh, my agent asked me, "Would you be uh, willing to, you know, speak?" And I was like, "Speak? No, yeah, like yeah. that's not me." Yeah. Um, but uh, in writing this book, man, I discovered a lot about myself, yes. and I discovered a lot about uh, what it takes, mm-hmm. and and so many different uh, avenues in life. You know, it's crazy how some things relate to other things so well. And some things are kind of like interchangeable. You take a rule from here and then you can implement it over here. Mm. Like when I started to utilize the same kind of things that I was doing within music and then I, I implemented that into socials, socials flew, implemented into business, business flew. It's like the same kinds of things just like work everywhere. They do. Uh, principles apply everywhere yep you know the way you may do it the technique may be different based on the industry but what this book is is 15 principles Mm -hmm. truthfully that you can apply in any area of your life by the way it make you better dad Yep. Make you a better mom. That's for sure. You'd be a better leader. By the way, man, I'm I'm such a huge fan of this show and mm-hmm. so much so that you've were a huge part of inspiring uh fasting for me. Oh, yeah. Um and kind of re- regenerating my life mm-hmm. and kind of uh, what do you call it? Um kind of aging backwards. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And the power the power of fasting. Great. And I've seen the difference that is made in my life in my skin. Mm-hmm. I used to have to take Accutane because mm-hmm. I would I would get um uh you know bumps and stuff on my face, but yeah. like th- that problem has gone away and I stopped taking Accutane and I'm I'm all good. That's awesome. Thank um, you. Um I'm able to uh balance my social and uh diet life much better because I feel like I can enjoy my meals a lot better. <laughs> so too. like I, I dinner is sacred to me, me you know, cause I'm fasting all day. Yeah, can't boom, wait. Can't wait for that dinner. Yep. But then I can also have more calories in That's that dinner right. and kind of eat a little more freely. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm That's saying? That's awesome. But so, so great, man. Thank Shifted. you for telling me that. What's the first thing I said when you walked in today? I said, dude, you are sexy and Jack. <laughs> it's the first thing I said to you. No, I appreciate so I, it's, it, I, is there evidence on your body? Yeah. It's working. I got to tell you something so funny. It's about criticism and stuff. When I was really big and huge, this guy's on steroids, you know. Yeah. And now that I'm much thinner and I've lost weight, there's comments this week. Is he okay? Is he dying? <laughs> he looks emaciated. He's very frail. I got some messages this week praying for you. Oh no way! I'm like, come on now. I'm just, Stop I'm it. just a little bit more shredded. It's okay. Nah, I'm not man, carrying quite the muscle. On, but I appreciate you saying that because right when you walked in, I mean, you just you look great. Thank you, brother. The Thank evidence you. is is very obvious. Thank you for telling me that. Absolutely. Last question. Mm-hmm. Um, some guy runs into you at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Some person. I shouldn't make that gender specific. Some human being mm-hmm. runs into you at Starbucks and says, hey, man, I've got a dream. And I'm getting clearer and clearer on what it is. I'm not sure where to really begin. Now, that's a generic question because their dream could be to become a carpenter all the way to be an actor, right? 
But what would you say to that person if they got time with you? I want them to be able to feel like my audience will be able to feel like I just switched seats. I'm in Ed's seat now. Mm-hmm. And it's just me and Jason. What would you say to that person if they were looking into your eyes and they had an opportunity to get two minutes with you? What, what would you say to them? That's a very easy question. Hmm. Um, I would say find the person that is closest hmm. to who you want to become and study that person and what they did, what they do, uh, what routes they took and implement those within your life, but also try to one up it. Mm-hmm. So if I, I tell uh, one of my nephews, he wants to be a basketball player. And I said, listen, he, uh, cause he asked me to buy him a, um, one of those uh, rims that the ball comes back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how many jump shots are you taking now? And he said, uh, I'm taking about like 100 shots a day. Mm. And I said, uh, do you think that's a lot? Mm. And he was like, whoa, that's a, that's a lot. It takes me like takes me like an hour to do that. Mm. And I said, uh, look up how, my, how many curry takes. <laughs> look up how many shots curry takes. And I think it was something crazy like a 1,000 or something <laughs> like that. It was like way more. Yeah. And uh, he was just shocked by it. Mm. And I was like, so do you think that you're taking enough shots? Mm. And he was like, no. And I was like, okay, you're still in school. All right, I'll give you that. But if you shoot at least 500 shots every single day, I will buy you this basketball hoop. Because I think there's a reason to do it. Because I don't want to buy you this hoop and, like, we're buying it for no reason. So, like, if you're going to actually put in the work and look at the people that you want to become one day and actually try to implement those things, then I can you know, get behind you and like really push this thing forward. But if you're not willing to do the bare minimum, like, you know, we were, we're just wasting our time. Take a look at the person that is doing it the best. Implement that in your life. Pick your competition. Yep. Guys, Jason Derulo, sing your name out loud, 15 rules for living your dream. And they're just really great. I would tell you to follow him on social media, but I think every human being in the world already does. (laughs) But if you don't, you get them on TikTok, get them on Instagram. And uh, follow this man's work. You can not only be entertained, but now you can be inspired and learn at the same time. Very grateful for our time today. Yeah, likewise, man. Thanks so much. Yeah, I loved it. Everybody, God bless you. Max out your life. Share today's episode with anybody that you love and you care about. And make sure you're subscribed to the show because we're the fastest growing show on the planet for that reason. Take care, everybody. This is The Ed Milet Show.